Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of MG on the Mic. This episode will probably be a little bit shorter than they usually are. Um, so, because I'm trying to go ahead and record this episode so when more things start happening, I don't... It's not a long episode that nobody wants to listen to because it's so long. But anyways, this will be a shorter episode. I'm going to be talking about the NWSL games, like always. I'm going to be touching on some, just kind of an update where everything sits as far as the, the table, those kind of things. And then I'm also going to be talking about the WNBA Finals. And I'll also kind of touch on very, very briefly the WSL in England, their season, and starting their season, and kind of what to look for in that. So I hope you enjoy this episode. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is the NWSL games that happened. Um, The first game was the Orlando Pride versus the Portland Thorns. I wasn't able to watch this game. I had to catch it through the highlights, but Portland won 2-0. Yasmin Ryan scored in the 31st minute off of a really incredible touch. Um, and then Hina Sugita scored in the 65th minute. Portland had lost two games back-to-back right before this, so people were thinking, oh my goodness, is this finally where, when they're going to slip up? Like, what's going on with Portland? Because they, when they played San Diego a couple of weeks ago, they had the chance to go, they had the chance to kind of, pull ahead in the title race, but they didn't. Um, They still do have a chance to win the Shield. There are a handful of teams that have a chance to win the Shield. The Shield race is honestly crazy right now. Um, The NWSL doesn't really put a lot of emphasis on the Shield, so... A lot, of, not a lot of people are talking about that. A lot of people are talking about how their the playoff race, how there could be two expansion teams in the playoffs, and that's never been done before because last year the expansion team last year was like next to last. Racing Louisville was like next to last on the table. It's never been done before. So Portland, they won the Shield last year, and of course. They've always notoriously been good. So they were really looking to try to pull away with the wins, but they lost against San they lost against they lost against San Diego, they lost against North Carolina, and so everybody was wondering how they would fare for the rest of the season. Granted, Orlando Pride is not in playoff contention right now. I think they're pretty much mathematically eliminated, although I'm not positive, so please don't quote me on that. 
but people were wondering if this would be the game that Portland finally got back on track, and it was. But the biggest story to come out of this game was that Crystal Dunn made her return from pregnancy in the 86th minute as a sub for Sophia Smith. Crystal Dunn has played everywhere from midfielder to forward for club team, and then she plays as a defender most of the time for the national team, and she's a really versatile player, probably the most versatile in the country. And so she played at, she got a couple minutes. It will obviously take her some time to get back to game fitness. Like people, like she expects herself to be, to be able to go to that 90 minutes. But she did just give birth on May 20th. So it's only been like three or so months and that is absolutely crazy that she came back that fast and is already training and getting minutes and she also was called in as a training player for the national team's last friendly set of friendlies and so it's been really amazing to see her work back to playing and it's been crazy to see I hope that she I can't wait to look forward to her comeback the next game was the OL Reign versus Chicago Red Stars both of these teams are kind of hovering towards the fifth and sixth spot of the standings so the last couple of playoff spots and so this game was honestly really important it ended in a 2-2 draw. Jordan Heidema finally got her first NWSL goal, and she opened the scoring in in the 18th minute for OL Reign. And this goal came off of just the ball was like took a deflection, and she was able to get the follow up. And then Ella Stevens equalized for Chicago in stoppage time of the first half. And this goal was kind of like, watching it was like, everybody that was around Ella Stevens kind of just froze. And she was the only one moving and she slotted it home. And then Danny Colaprico scored a penalty in the 68th minute to give Chicago the lead. And then Rose Lavelle scored the equalizer for OL Reign in the 80th minute. Rose Lavelle has been in incredible form lately. It's been amazing to watch. I feel like she's she's obviously been good, but I feel like this is really her breakout season. Like, or this is a season where she's just taken it to a new level, and it's been really fun to watch because I really do like watching Rose Lavelle play. The next game was Washington Spirit versus San Diego Wave. And this was honestly probably the most entertaining, fun game this weekend. Um, Washington won 4-3. Washington had not won a game since the start of the season. This game, they are so far back in the standings that they have... As of today, they have been mathematically eliminated from 
the playoffs, and that's really interesting because that's the past season's champion has never been eliminated, has always made the playoffs the next year. And it's just been kind of, in my opinion, I don't want to say sad because that sounds a little tense, not tense, that sounds a little um, condescending, but it's been out, but I don't know another word for it. It has been a little sad because they were doing so good towards the end of last year and they're able to pull off that championship win but they also had all of the ownership drama and the coach drama that was going on so it was like they had something to fight for and it was like a problem that I've heard one of their players talk about interview was how do you you have to find that motivation from somewhere else, essentially. So, another interesting thing is that this game was on big CBS, and it was it was worth it. And an interesting story that came out of this game was that San Diego started Jaden Shaw. Jaden Shaw is a 17-year-old who trained with Washington Spirit for about six months. She trained with them throughout the preseason, and then she decided to go pro and joined the NWSL foregoing her her NCAA eligibility. And so she decided to join the NWSL, and she had to enter the discovery process, which meant that Washington couldn't really do anything, couldn't really do anything about it because they were lower in the discovery order than San Diego was. So San Diego got her rights and signed her and she it paid off for them because she has started twice and has scored twice and she scored again in the seventh minute of this game and because she was playing with a team that she had trained with a lot of people were kind of joking on Twitter like this she's gonna score we can feel it she's gonna score so she scored in the seventh minute and then Tara McCown I just butchered her name Tara McCown I apologize she equalized for the Washington Spirit in the 11th minute and in the build-up to this play Trinity Rodman Ashley Sanchez Ashley Hatch they all played a role and everybody was really excited to finally see that come together and to see them, to see those four players just link up because people have been waiting for that. Alex Morgan converted, oh wait, I skipped a part. Amber Brooks was a def- is a defender and she scored a brace for Washington. She scored in the 30th minute and the 44th minute, but then she committed a foul against Alex Morgan, who... Honestly, when the foul was committed, Alex Morgan kind of was super dramatic about it. Um, and like rolled around in the box. Anyways, she converted the penalty in the 57th minute. And around the 81st minute, Amber Brooks was defending and she kicked the ball out. And the ball definitely went out for a throw in, but the ref called a corner kick. And something kind of funny that happened is that the Amber Brooks 
threw up the double middle fingers, the double bird. She did, it did just come out that she has gotten suspended and fined. But everybody, somebody screenshotted it and it was just kind of funny to, kind of funny to watch. But everybody, when this happened, everybody knew that San Diego would probably convert on their chance. And they did. Alex Morgan scored a header off of the corner for her second goal of the game in the 82nd minute. And then, way into stoppage time, there's a foul in the box on Washington. And then Ashley Hatch converted the penalty in the 100th minute of the game. So the 10th minute of stoppage time. And this was the game winner. And it finally gave... It finally, finally gave Washington the win that they've been waiting so long for. In the next game, which was North Carolina Courage versus Racing Louisville, I also wasn't really able to watch this game. I had to watch it, catch it on the highlights. North Carolina won 5-1. to one. Caroling had a brace. Caroling scored in the Ninth minute and the 42nd minute. Dabinia also had a brace in the 56th minute, and then she converted a PK in the 84th minute. And Tess Bodie scored her first NWSO goal and North Carolina's fifth goal in the 90th minute. And then Racing Louisville's lone goal came from Nadia Nadim in the 72nd minute. And at the time, Racing Louisville had been on a really long, winless streak. They just won their first game in a long time yesterday, but I'll talk about that game, those this weekend's games, on my next episode. But Tess Bodie, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Racing Louisville has been on a bit of a winless streak, so it was, yeah, it was just, they've been, you would have thought because this is their second year and they have a new coach, are they going to get another new coach? Like, what's the deal? Because the coach has been provided with what you would think would make his system work and it's just, it's not working and... I don't know. It'll be interesting. The off season's always interesting in the NWSL, but this one especially will be incredibly interesting. The next game was Gotham versus Kansas City Current. Kansas City won one to nil. Haley Mace converted a PK in the seventy eighth minute. And Gotham, I feel like this has been the theme for them lately. They played well much better than how they were playing before. However, they still can't find results, which is extremely disappointing and has to be demoralizing for them. And this extended Kansas City's unbeaten streak to 13 games. The next game was Houston Dash versus Angel City. The game ended in a 1-1 draw. Maria Sanchez scored an absolute banger in the 43rd minute. Simone Charlie scored her first regular season Angel City goal in the 49th minute. And this goal came 
from Jane Campbell, which is Houston's goalkeeper. She made a mistake. She was um, a defender from Angel City, had played a long ball over the top, and Simone Charlie, was, who is super fast, was running and dribbling with the ball. And her touch kind of got away from her, so Jane Campbell was able to pick it up. But when she picked it up, she didn't grasp onto it, I guess, fully or with enough grip strength. So Simone Charlie kind of poked it out of her hands and then dribbled it into the goal. And then the second half was extremely, extremely open. and But the game ended up ending 1-1. The next game was a midweek makeup game, and that was the North Carolina Courage versus Angel City. North Carolina won one to zero. Caroline scored again in the 54th minute. She has had five goals and two assists in her last three games. Angel City goalkeeper Didi Harachich had an amazing game several amazing amazing saves defend angel city defender megan reed also had an amazing game i think she's had quietly a really really good year she's a rookie and has been solid all season north carolina definitely i feel like could have been a little disappointed that they didn't score more than one goal but they did only score one and the game ended one to nil. The last NWSL game I'll be talking about is Chicago Red Stars versus Kansas City Current. Chicago Red Stars won four to nil. Kansas City's starting goalkeeper AD French did not play. Cassie Miller filled in. I'm not really sure why French did not play. I'll have to look into that. I don't know if she was injured or what but Cassie Miller their second string goalkeeper played in place of her Tatum Malazzo opened the scoring in the fifth minute and then Mal Pugh had a brace she scored in the eighth minute and this goal was crazy it was a complete solo effort she did it all herself she ran the length of the field she nutmegged two people and rounded the keeper before she scored the goal, and she just, when she rounded the keeper, she just slotted it into the back of the net. And then she scored again off of a, an amazing strike in the 60th minute. And then Amanda Kowalski scored, in the for, scored the fourth Chicago goal in the 72nd minute. And this game ended Kansas City's unbeaten streak. But at the time, it was, or it was one of the longest in the NWSL before it ended. At the end of this set of games, Kansas City was at the top of the table with 32 points. North Carolina was only one point behind Angel City and only three points behind playoff contention. Alex Morgan now has 15 goals on the season, and then she is chasing... Sam Kerr's record of 18 in a season. And um, something that's just a little bit more sad news is that O.L. Reign announced that 
two of their players, Sinclair, Miramontes, and Tobin Heath, have both been placed on the season-ending injury list. And Tobin Heath had a minor knee surgery, and it was said that she her recovery would put her just past the end of the season. And so she, they decided it was best to not play her, or to put her on that season-ending injury list. But Laura Harvey said in an interview that her experience and her ability to influence just her presence is worth enough to for them to want her back if they make the playoffs just so she can be that presence in the locker room. So that was all of the NWSL stuff, the games and the news. Next, I will talk about the, just give a quick touch on the WSL, which is the league in England. So, like I've mentioned several times, the league in England is, was supposed to start last week, but because uh, the Queen of England died, it is starting on this weekend and the big guns in the league are Chelsea, Man City, and Arsenal. Chelsea have won three titles back to back and then Arsenal I think finished one point away from the title last year. So it was really close last year and Man United keeps on trying to break into that third spot, that top three spot, to get to the Champions League. So, like, the NWSL plays for playoff spots. The WSL plays for Champions League spots, but there's only three Champions League spots. So that makes it a lot more interesting. But... The thing with the WSL is a lot of the times it's easier to predict who will win. Whereas the NWSL, you have to prepare for every single game because you don't know who's going to win each game in the NWSL. It could be whoever. I, my WSL team, I don't really have one. I like Arsenal. I like Man United. Honestly, whoever. The way I'm going to try to cover is I'm, that's a lot of games and they're all really early in the morning because of the time difference. But I'm going to try to talk about, try to watch like Man United, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, those games and talk in depth about those and then I'll try to do re score quick score recaps of all the other games but another thing that the teams in the league fight for is to not be relegated so if they come in last they get relegated to the second tier league so that is just another tidbit about the WSL. So now 
The last thing that I will be talking about is the WNBA Finals. Right now, Las Vegas Aces lead the best of five series 2-1. to one. They won the first two games, but the Connecticut Sun beat them in the game three. The first two games were played in Las Vegas. The games three and four will be in Connecticut, and I think... Game five will be in Las Vegas again. I think that's how it works. Like I said, the Aces won the first game 67 to 64. Asia Wilson had 24 points and 11 rebounds. Chelsea Gray had 21 points. And Alyssa Thomas for the both of those players, Asia Wilson and Chelsea Gray, play for the Aces. And then for the Connecticut Sun, Alyssa Thomas had. 19 points and 11 rebounds, and John Quill Jones had 15 points and 9 rebounds. And then for the second game, the Aces won 85-71. to Asia Wilson had 26 points and 10 rebounds. Kelsey Plum, like I said, Asia Wilson plays for the Aces. Kelsey Plum for the Aces had 20 points and 7 assists. She had been in a little bit of a slump, and she said that prior to the game, Asia Wilson just told her to get her stuff together, and she did. Chelsea Gray for the Aces had 21 points and 8 assists. Courtney Williams for the Sun had 18 points, and then John Quill Jones had 16 points and 11 rebounds for the Sun. Game three was a blowout. The Sun won game three, 105 to 76. Alyssa Thomas made history by getting the first triple double in finals history. She had 16 points, 15 rebounds, 11 assists. Dewana Bonner for the Sun had 18 points. John Cole Jones for the Sun had 20 points. And then for the Aces, Jackie Young had 22 points, Asia Wilson had 19, and Kelsey Plum had 17. In the post-game press conference, Becky Hammond, which is the Aces coach, just said that they had essentially been outplayed. Everything the Sun had outplayed them, essentially. So, if the next game the Aces win, they will win the championship. And I really, really do want them to win the championship. And the standout player of the finals for me so far has been Chelsea Gray. She's hitting shots that nobody is expected to hit. And she is honestly just an insanely good player. So I'm really looking forward to the rest of the final series. And hopefully Las Vegas can pull out a win. Like always, I hope you enjoyed this episode of MG on the Mic. I hope you recommend it to all of your friends. If you can, leave a review on how you like it. It'll help. I think that's how podcasts reach people is when people leave reviews. And as always, recommend it to anybody that you know and come back for next episode. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you.